Hello, Sean. Hello, Brian. <laughs> I wanted to call you Igor because I love Young Frankenstein. Watched so much. it last night with my wife. I literally watched it two nights ago. I saw ago. that and I was like, "We gotta fucking." I love that it's movie. So good. It's so it holds up. I fucking laugh like an idiot. I don't love all Mel Brooks, but, but that man, is really Young Frankenstein. Good. Yeah, like every there's not like a misstep. The like casting, all the, the scenes, acting, everything. Have you, have you ever seen the bloopers? No. Oh my lord! It is fucking stellar. Really? They uh, like the the. Uh, uh, here's the he goes. I'll take the blonde. You take the t- you take the one in the toy pen. Like that <laughs> bit. Gene Wilder fucking loses character. Like you know. literally every single primary cast member is a superstar. Like it's a, unreal. An, an all leaguer, right? Like yes. I mean, like just unbelievable. And then the timing. Like, and again, like I said, I don't love every Mel Brooks no. movie, but. Damn, that movie's so perfect. Not just good. a top 10 comedy, but a top 10 movie all time, in yeah. my humble opinion. Yeah. Anyway, it's the Brian Oka Show, uh, episode 277, it looks like, ah, right the there. Oka Show. The, ah, <laughs> like end of one, end of two. <laughs> end of two. Did you ever have to watch Lawrence Welk growing uh, up? You're not a little really. young for that, I you? know, but there was a little bit of it, like at my grandma's house, that was about it. My parents were very social. I spent most of my weekends at my grandmother's house, so that meant a lot of Carol Burnett. Met a lot oh, of Lawrence Welk. Carol Burnett. Oh, so, dude, yeah, I would. Brilliant. I sat in. My grandmother laid in her bed behind me. I sat at the foot of the bed, and a, maybe an eight inch, nine inch black and white television. Me four inches oh, from yeah. the front of it. <sighs> but again, we've lost the thread. It is the Brian <laughs> Oak Show, and today something spectacular. Our second mm. annual Shocktober Spectacular with my friend Dean Vaccaro, who knows more about music than I've. I, I, he's already forgotten more than I probably know. There are a handful of people whose musical knowledge in my in my sphere, in my orbits, dizzies me all the time. And Dean is among those people. And he's here back to share more of his favorite holiday spooky classics. But before we get there, we are in the Smart Start MN studio. Smart Start, Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. Sean, what's an igni- ignition interlock? It is a little mechanical doohickey that uh, some genius that is nothing like us invented so that nothing. you could so you can drive after you've gotten a DUI again whether you're convicted or not in this state it doesn't matter you're losing your license for yep. at least 6 months oh. and so uh they invented this thing and you get to uh you know you get to drive because of it i mean yes you're blown into a machine every 20 minutes so that you can make sure you can drive but that's way better than taking your kids to jujitsu lessons via uber or taxi and in this day and age, maybe it's axe throwing lessons. I mean, whatever That's your true. kids are into, we want to make sure you get them there safely and get back to your regular life. The doohickey is provided by our good friends at Smart Start you, MN. Yeah, we'll save you extra money if you go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the ignition interlock, the installation of the ignition interlock system. Oof. Good I thing you covered it. Speaking Ooh. of legal ease that we have to share, let's also go ahead and mention our latest sponsor to join the show, Moxie Wealth Management. Joe and his entire crew, it's not like going to some giant, faceless, 30-story corporation, right? These are real people. They know what they're doing, and they're going to stay in touch with you. They're going to talk with you. And, you know, we're all reaching a <clears throat> certain age where you maybe have to start thinking about the actual realities of your financial future. It's always fun and games in your 30s. You're like, whatever, man. Let's go get high and play paintball. Now you <laughs> need to take your life a little more seriously, or not a lot more seriously, but at least a little bit, right? 
Yeah, I'd say that we haven't really looked at where we're at in two to years. Who's we? My wife and me. Happy birthday to your wife, by yeah, the way. Yeah, thank you very much. Happy birthday, Brooke Barnard. Um, but I think there's a lot of people like us who are like, yeah, I got that taken care of. It's coming out every month, blah, blah, blah. Whatever, we have fine. no clue. And she's, she's 52 today. I'm 51. I mean, the the time is coming where Ooh. we're going to supposedly retire. Older women. Oh, who's ready? Okay, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, so you have an older woman. Oh, much? Yeah, old. yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Actually, she <laughs> never. No, no, sorry. She never listens to the podcast. Yeah, That's the only reason I can get away neither with it. Mine, yeah. No, she doesn't listen in the morning when I'm on the radio. She, I don't. It's possible she's never heard a single episode of this podcast. Anyway, you were saying. Yeah, I was saying that if you've you know you've got this stuff, you've got it together. The cool thing about Joe Burgess, there's lots of cool things. One, he's music adjacent, and that's part of the reason why it fits with this podcast. The mm-hmm. second thing is he was like, "What do people really need? They need a team of people. They don't want to call five different people for." tax advice and a, a lawyer and somebody that gets, you know, 401k rollovers and all that stuff. So go to Moxie Wealth Management. They've got a team of people that can help you roll over your stuff, get organized. And then he stays in touch with you. So you don't do what we've done, which is neglect it and not really have a clue of where we're at. Everyone uh, knows forward. the smartest investment strategy is putting all of your money in tightly rolled wads into mason jars and burying them in the backyard. Only way to protect your wealth. Just kidding. kidding please, Joe. Get, Joe, please, please kidding. get a hold of our Joe. Come on, man. Please get a hold of our friend Joe and his team at Moxie Wealth Management. Joe Burgess is a registered representative and investment advisor representative of Security and Financial Services, Inc. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Security and Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC, North Star Resource Group, independently owned and operated uh, Moxie is affiliated with North Star Resource Group and is independently owned and operated 2701 University Avenue Southeast, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55414. Do you think Dean Vaccaro brought along that kind of a legal disclaimer? Um, I hope not, because if so, we are all getting sued deep in into big, the dirt. Big trouble. Coming up, one of my favorite music collectors, Dean Vaccaro, will join us to talk all things Halloween music. The soundtrack matters. And you know what? If you're like, Thriller is the greatest soundtrack song of my It's cool. Yeah. I don't want to hear it more than once every five years. We're going to go a lot deeper coming up next. This band right here, when I was young, I often, they're a 4AD band, right? And... 4AD was about the coolest label on planet Earth for about seven, eight years there. And then Matador kind of took them over. But this band is often misfiled in the Christian section at record stores. That's not the case by any means. One of my favorite Halloween classics, His Name is Alive, is the name of the band. How Ghosts Affect Relationships on The Brian Oak Show.
Legacy of the 4AD band, a brand, is is so fucking pompous, but also equally, if not more so, amazing. I just love bands like that. They had so many incredible, interesting. They took more chances than most labels were willing to take in the late 80s and early 90s. Absolutely love that one right there. It's the Brian Oak Show, episode 277. Sean, do you enjoy Halloween? Uh, I love it. I mean, I used to go crazy with it back in the drinking days. It well, was a I, blast, you know. But I mean, like like the dressing up part or the yeah, scaring I children do, part actually, you or know, the... We are going to a uh, wedding reception uh, uh, from two gentlemen friends of mine that got married last spring or a couple of years ago, but they're, doing, they're finally doing the reception because the pandemic's over. But what's great about it is they are doing it as a Halloween uh, party as well like a masquerade ball? yeah yeah saturday genius and they're like and guess what you're not getting in unless you're 
you're not coming to our wedding reception unless you dress up. That's what I like right there. Because I, I have friends who have been throwing a Halloween party for more than 30 years. And if you show up just like, I didn't feel like dressing up this year, beat it, nerd. Yep. You will be beaten into submission. <laughs> and sadly, here we are a week away. And the only good idea I have so far is going as Fat Spock. Let's go ahead oh, and meet like today's... That is, that's brilliant. Brandon. Well, because I have a friend who's going to... Again, spoiler alert. I have a friend who's going to... Again, he never listens either. Um, as Captain Kirk. He was like, basic, stripped down, easy to move around, enjoy the party. Yeah. And I'm like, I maybe I'll go as Fat Spock. And he laughed so hard that I was like, this I'm might not actually that. work. Not that. But I got a week to pull it off. Anyway, let's not talk about Fat Spock right okay. now. Let's talk about Dean Vaccaro. Dean, hello. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. It's good to see you again. Nice to be here. How many times, let me ask you, let me rephrase my question, my first question. Do you think I'll ever get your name right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not any intentional disrespect, but no. I've gotten, when I talk to people and I'm like, oh, Dean Vaccaro said this, Dean Vaccaro said that, oh, Dean Vaccaro's going to be on the podcast. I've gotten it wrong every time, and I got it wrong the last time you were on here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you think <sighs> you're saying it wrong, Dean? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So every guest we have on the show, I ask them to send a very, very brief bio. And as you've heard me say many times before, Sean, I love working with professionals. Yeah. I've been sent four-page bios before. I'm like, that'll be fun to edit. Never mind. Hire yeah. so-and-so. Allow me to share the proficiency and professionalism oh, of one Dean it. Vaccaro. Dean's 80s cred was cemented at the 4th Street downtown haunts, graffitis, and chics when it was a disco, along with the Hot Pacific Club, plus the groundbreaking 90s venue Rogue, which successfully pressed the city to allow dancing in downtown clubs until 3 a.m. He also pushed First Avenue Sound Rig to its limits with his sets at Dance Nights of Yore, System 33, and Beatopia, and currently performed with his co-creation, Tambuka, where DJs and musicians unify in a rhythmic fervor. His vast library of the Minneapolis Sound will fire up the funk and fuel for his mother bleep. Let's just say it, motherfucking set. All right, I, maybe you can't say that on their website. That, Dean, that's uh, I think it's. Does it say MF set? It says MFN. That's more funk. Oh, his, was, with his more funkin' set. That, that, was, like a, that was a more funk. Uh, that was a bio written for First Ave when we were doing the more funk uh, six. 2016, I think it was. Is there still a star on the side of that building that bears your name? No. <gasps> oh, I'm sorry. I brought it up. I thought the answer was yes. Uh, there was a star, but it's no longer there. Who took your spot? Well, they redid the whole thing, and they actually yeah. rearranged them. They're now in rows. They used to kind of... I don't want you to protect anyone. I want, I'm here to call people out. I have no idea. Okay. It's on the roof there's now. It's right on the top of the roof. Yeah. Oh, you just, just can't drone see it, it over. <laughs> once, once you get your drone up there, you'll see it. Dean, you know, so I, like I said before, and I was not damning you with faint praise, nor was I trying to use hyperbole. There's a handful of people in my life who know so much about music, who are so dedicated to, again, I got over it being cool years ago. Being cool stopped being important to me a long, long time ago because I realized I was never going to get there. But I like to dig into some of the deeper, darker, weirder, more obscure, sometimes utterly ignored or forgotten corners of the world that we live in. And music provides that opportunity almost unlike anything else, as you know, for a long, long time. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you you like, you know, I like going deep in whatever genre. Why is that interesting to you? Why is it interesting to me? Yeah. 
I mean, what's important about finding things that are maybe, I don't know, is it like archaeology? Are they lost treasures? Is yeah. it just there's like it moves your brain? There's I mean, some of that. What moves you? I don't know if it's because having been a DJ for so long, you know, you want to you want to find things that others aren't doing. You want to have your points of difference. And, you know, obviously you can always play the newest stuff. Right. And when you're, when you're playing house music or whatever, yeah, you're, you know, that's what you're looking for. But when you're playing, um, like, the cocktail lounge stuff, you want to, you know, I guess the point is... is there's there's a lot of new music out there that we haven't heard yet, but there's a lot of old music out there that we haven't heard yet. And exactly. I, that, it's more fun for me to go backwards, I think, sometimes and dig deeper that way rather than wait for the next, you know, cool thing. Well, it, it, same. So, like, one of the great things is in addition to doing this podcast, the radio show, I had a record store job for a while when I was out of radio. And I've had to scale my time back for sure. But I can't quit it, even though I can afford to quit it. Because it's like working at a library. It's like working at an archive. It's like working at this impossible repository. And because my boss knows music and believes in music, he keeps buying these incredible collections where sometimes it's all jazz and I, it's, I, I have no idea what's happening. Clicks and buzzes for me. But then all of a sudden he's like, oh, this person only has imports from the UK from like 78 to 84. And I'm like, oh, and then I, it's a net zero game, right? I mean, like that, that never gets old digging forward or backward. Right, right. All right. So let's get spooky. All right. You and me, we, one of the things we share as collectors is, and I, I, I have a very deep suspicion and I'm actually, I'm, I'm already certain of it. Your collection goes decidedly deeper than mine. You are a little more, and I want you to take this as a compliment. You're a little more of an egghead about this than I am. Is that fair? I, okay. I mean, again, that's not, it's not an insult. <laughs> I work with a couple people at the record store and they're like, oh, that's on that label. Oh, that's on, oh, oh, you got the green label. That one's no good. I'm like, it's, I, I feel oftentimes like I'm treading water in the deep end of the pool. Yeah. I'm not like that. No, no. I don't need, I don't need a first press of this or that or this label yeah, or that yeah, no. label. But I mean, like, like, so, like, this guy played on that song. This guy played. Or this guy produced that guy. Mm-hmm. Some of that I know, but yeah. not, not very much. Yeah, I could probably go into that a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's not do that right now. Halloween. So, I guess my whole point was I got distracted right there by a few behind the scenes shenanigans. <laughs> uh, my whole point was that. You and I are both collectors, and you, you know, there, there are all different reasons people collect, but you and I both have sort of a, I could say predilection, but I prefer the word fetish for holiday music, both Halloween and Christmas, correct? Sure. Yep. Yeah. And here we are. Again, it's time to go. It's, let's get spooky. What do you got? What do I got? Well, I, we're starting off here, my, uh, oh. my first track with The Damned, um, song called Grimly Fiendish. I think it's yeah, a little corny kind of Halloween-ish, but, uh, the album that's from Phantasmagoria has got some other great Halloween stuff on it, too. It always makes my playlist. You always, I mean, you you say corny, but I feel like the Halloween music should be this beautiful bubbling cauldron of the spooky stuff, like the genuinely exactly. spooky stuff, but then also, like, let's have a lighter moment. Let's enjoy. It's Halloween, well, man. Right. Let's have fun. And so, the, actually, the, the songs that I chose for today are a little of something of each. Let's basically. get into it. Let's right. do it.
Brian Oak Show, and that, Peter Gabriel with Intruder. Dean, what I love about that pick, before you tell me why you chose it, one of my favorite things about Halloween is like, as we've discussed, the fun, upbeat, dancey, hey, let's have a crazy, kooky (laughs) mummy party, right? But then there's also like a little unease. Being a little unsettled has always been a big part of what Halloween's about for me. And let's be honest, man, Peter Gabriel, in those early self-titled days, he was about as good at unease as anybody was. Yeah. Yeah, that song, you know, it's 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 the selection that I made this year that isn't necessarily a Halloween song. Right. But it's a great mood for a Halloween mix. It's a great and 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 lyrically and and sonically that's it fits really well. And that's I guess that's what I mean is like there are some songs that bonk you over the head with their Halloweenness. Yeah. I'm cool with Ghostbusters once every again, four or five years. But to it's it is about I mean like there's fun, goofy stuff, but setting the mood matters mm-hmm. when it comes to curating your holiday collection. Yeah, right, right, absolutely. Most of the my collection we talked about it last time started because I was making mixes for my Halloween parties. Mm-hmm. You know, so your picture, you know, a, a house that's all decked out and spooky and pumpkins everywhere, and you know, you wouldn't think, oh, Peter Gabriel, but. That song comes on, no, and it, it just it fits. fits the yeah, mood, exactly. Right. And trust me, uh, Halloween is the most important holiday. And I love collecting Christmas music, too. And we'll have you back again in December to talk a little bit more on that. But Halloween, man, like setting the mood, people letting themselves loose. I, and I like, to, I like to both laugh out loud and be just a little bit uncertain on Halloween. It's one of my favorites. Before we continue with Dean Vaccaro, we have to check in with Sean Bernard. Sean, well, there you are right there. Oh, hi. Hi, Sean. How are you? I just walked in. Good to see you guys. Great to have you here. Now, you may be wondering, why has Sean stopped by today? The answer to that, of course, is that he's also a very important part of what keeps the machine of this show running in the sense that he is a realtor for Edina Realty, the 50th in France location. Guys, I brought you here. I just want to tell you there's a great future in real estate. Okay. Nope. None of that. (laughs) None of that nonsense. I want to know how it's really going and how you can help people. It's been really busy. I know it's going to slow down a little bit, um, but uh, really cool stuff. This last week, uh, we donated to Humbird, uh, which was really cool. Uh, My friend Charlie Varley, uh, who's in the band uh, Doug Collins and the Receptionists, 
uh, and his wife, Tiffany Wolf. They donated to Humbird and they bought and sold. So they also donated to Little Man, which is really cool. And then my friends, Jack and Jenny, who just got married a few months ago, they closed this morning and they donated to a queer artist named Boo Boo. Yeah. Boo Boo. Are you familiar with Boo Boo? I am actually not. I, I wasn't either, but. Are you familiar with Boo Boo? Not at all, but yeah. I was going to say half their name could be a good Halloween. Uh, exactly. exactly. <gasps> Boo and Boo. Well, yeah. congratulations we to Boo Boo and best of luck. Here at the Brian Oak Show, we actually wish every single person who's expressing themselves artistically, provided it involves no hate whatsoever, we wish you the very, very best. Absolutely. If you know of somebody that's looking to buy or sell, 612-859-2594. I should say there are all kinds of interest rate buy-down options right now. Just want to bring that up because there's people that were paying forty grand over asking this last spring. Mm-hmm. If you even take half of that and you put it toward a rate buy down, you've actually got a very good solid rate. So give that some thought. Six one two eight five nine two five nine four. Thank you, Sean. You're welcome, Brian. Dean. Um, Halloween music is fun. So I imagine you both DJed house parties out and about at various events on Halloween. I mean, do you watch people change when they show up in costume? I mean, Halloween oh, yeah. does something to people, oh, absolutely. right? Absolutely. It, uh, it does something to you. I mean, to it, us. It yes. totally does. You know? Oh, absolutely. But yeah. just, I mean, to watch the way it's different than like people like, well, it's like St. Patrick's Day, except that's Irish. I'm like, no, no, something different happens mm-hmm. on Halloween. And I'm not I'm not buying into the whole supernatural element of it. Or am I? <laughs> but I am. I am telling you, when people get in that mode, they're like, I mean, you know, you can go, I'm a slutty race car driver. Okay, that's fine. That, that bores me. But when people, <laughs> the, when you're around people who take it a little more seriously than they otherwise might, there, there's some kind of energy in the air. I love Halloween, man. Yeah. Well, you're becoming some. You're 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 becoming something else, right? For someone else. Yep. And it's easy to. It's fun. <laughs> and people are more likely to dance, I think, to actually hit the dance floor if it's not them dancing. I hate dancing. It's Linus dressed, or whoever else they are. Dressed as the Grim Reaper? Yes. I might have been the John Travolta that night. I you was, had a I, lot of thumbs out. Just I, a lot of thumbs. <laughs> a lot of thumbs going. We're going to come back and get a couple more songs from Dean before we call it a show. But I like to insert myself now and then because while I am not might, not might not be the most informed collector on planet Earth, there are certain things that I feel are crucial i don't want to reduce them to a novelty act i don't want you to think of them as a halloween band because the cramps fucking matter the cramps are the dark rockabilly heart of everything that buddy holly laid the groundwork for i love the cramps so much r.i.p lux interior poison ivy keep on keeping on this song right here please listen to the lyrics because it's not okay it's the brian oak show
God. Now, you know what, Dean? I don't even want to steal your thunder. Tell me who that was and tell me what and why. The song now. Cemetery Girls, it's by Barnes and Barnes. You may remember the roly poly fish heads. Yes. Uh, I do. I do. I love that one. <laughs> Big Dr. Demento guy and yeah. late night MTV guy. Here. Right, right, yeah. right. So that's, uh, I think that's on the same album, to be honest. Maybe not. I don't oh. know. I mean, That's I, all I know by them, actually. Let me ask you this, because, I mean, again, we're talking about how both of us have a very deep fondness for the music that expresses sort of the mood and the element and the history and the legend of this time of year. When you start to play one or two of those, does the same thing happen in the small lizard part of your brain at the top of your brainstem where all of a sudden you're like, no, 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 what's next is this? And you start to go grab records and you start to put oh, them yeah. in a row. I mean... You get this thing in you. Like, I've never been a professional, like, out there DJ, but, like, I've done it enough, and I do it all the time at home. You hear a song, and you're like, God, you know what's on fucking killer after mm-hmm. this? Yeah. this. And, I mean, you can't let it go, right? Yeah, it's so much fun to do oh. But that's why I can't really listen to music at home. I can't put on an album and just let it play. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm well, I can't. Like, if I'm like, like, oh, no, I got to put that. You know, <laughs> if I'm otherwise occupied, but all of a sudden, then all the 45s are out. You're a big 45 guy, aren't oh, you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should dig through my forty-five. Sometime. I, yeah, I, we we've been threatening each other with a good mm. time for a few years now. <laughs> One of these days, we will pull the trigger on doing that exact exact thing. I don't have a wicked collection of forty-fives, but it's healthy. Yeah, that's what I would say too. Yeah, and no, probably oh, I don't have a lot of rare or weird stuff, but it's it's healthy. Let's put it that way. On air production meeting, uh, I on the way out. You may not leave before I show you a couple of records I just bought yesterday. Okay? Fair enough. Okay. I just based on cover alone, and I hope you appreciate that I am not like a normal person. Um, <laughs> I want to thank our good friends before we finish up our final Halloween tunes right here. Uh, our good friends at Audio Equip. Without them, we don't have the equipment in here that makes our audio sound as good as it does. Everybody's back out there now. Everybody's doing everything all the time. If you need audio equipment. PA, mics, whatever you might need, they should get a hold of our friends at Audio Equip. They absolutely should. They, I mean, no matter what you're doing, check with them first, and maybe you check a couple prices, but please check with them first and tell them that you know us and they'll take care of you, meaning they'll be nice to you. Right. Um, we almost forgot to say happy birthday to Ed Cohen because it's also Ed Cohen at Smart Start's birthday today. You're telling me that Ed Cohen and your wife have the same birthday. They do, but they are not identical. Mm. What's their astrological That's sign? That's super weird that you said that right I don't. There's something about that frequent. What is their astrological sign? Uh, they're Libras. Okay. Good one. You looked a little panicky right there. I did, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. 
You know like, what? You passed barely. You know what you got? F plus. I totally okay. got an F plus. Wow. That was rough. Um, also, our Patreon members, we want to let you know that we are very much looking forward to pulling something together for you pre-Christmas, somewhere in December. If we, can. I, mean, I mean, I know I'm being hopeful. We have a fun idea, but we're not going to share what it is yet. Well, because I like things to be etched in stone before we start talking about it. But what if we were to have, like, you know, like in the, in the break, in the set, what if we were to have somebody who loved Hollywood? holiday music come by and play like a half hour 40 minute dj set that might be a good opener i'll see if i can break if i can see if i can think of anybody i'll get in touch with them as Hmm. soon as i can thanks again to all of our sponsors smart start mn thanks very much to moxie wealth management yeah thanks joe and the team over there dean you've leaned back from you think we're done no okay (laughs) Just putting his dogs up on the so, table. <laughs> what do you, what do you do on Halloween? I mean, like, do you hang out? Do you hand out candy? Do you like to get dressed up and go somewhere? Are you working? What do you do on yeah, Halloween? Yeah, well, when I'm not working, which I used to every Halloween work somewhere, but the last few years, it's just just handing out candy, basically. Do you like? I like to carve a jack o' lantern every year. Yeah, you like know. fun one or scary one? Scary. Yeah, same. And uh, well, I got one fun design kind of, but no, it's it's still scary. It's a good. It's my my signature jack-o'-lantern base well I, but anyway uh it's basically just food for the squirrels you know i, I can't do it, it. i can't They're do it this fat. early in the year or it's gone and no and exactly. I, I always mean to throw them away sooner than i do and you pick them up and they're kind of wet and molten oh, yeah. and cool by the way apologies to all my neighbors as well in southeast minneapolis um before we wrap things up here if i mean like what do you got coming up is there anything that people should know about are you gonna be no, I, there's nothing. Uh, <laughs> I hate to say that, but then I, then let me put something on your calendar. All right. Do you promise to come back sometime in December and we'll do this exact same thing except with holiday music? Yes. And I will promise to shut my yapper a little more and we'll get even more music. Yeah, in. it's all good. All right, very yep. good. Dean Vaccaro, thank you very much. Sean Bernard, thank you very much. Thank my you. name is Brian Oak. Episode 277 now draws to a close with who? Tell me about who this is and what's happening right here. Lambert, Hendricks, and Ross. They were... A- 1960s jazz vocal group i guess and um i don't know much else but this is a great great take on a halloween tune thanks dane and if you're going to stick around are we playing the second one as well let's just leave it let's just let it roll yeah there might be a secret song after mysteries abound
books behind the tree. I wish that the children could see, but I can't find them for the life of me. And there's Halloween spooks outside my window. Oh, 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 oh,